the demon of intangibility. This is a bit trickier since these demons don't come directly from our senses, but rather what comes from our minds. Our emotions and thoughts are run by this demon. Our obsessive and negative thoughts, thoughts of worthlessness and dissatisfaction come from here. Our judgments of others and ourselves also come from this demon. This in many ways is the most dangerous of demons since it is through our emotions and mental self that we navigate the world. I have found that most people who use Chao are having difficulty with this demon. Often the tangible and intangible demons show up together since many of the negative emotional traumas are due to physical traumas and experiences in the world. As I stated a moment ago, these tangible and intangible experiences can be either good or bad. Since both good and bad experiences can cause attachments, it makes sense. Next, we have the demon of exaltation, which is in many ways tied to the demon of intangibility we just discussed. This demon is also tricky because in our Western conception, what this demon does is actually a good thing in our minds. This demon forms attachments to things that provide us a lot of joy or bliss. Instead of experiencing those things in the moment, we get attached to them. For example, I have a friend who does intense yogic meditations every morning. She gets so intoxicated by the energy she experiences that she can't go a day without it. In our Western mind, that is a great thing. We think it's better than taking drugs, right? Well, no, it's about the same when you look upon it through the lens of the demon. If an attachment develops to the good feeling or bliss of whatever it is that elicits it, it is considered an attachment. So as in the example above, if my friend misses her meditation sessions for a day, she is irritable and angry. She must have it. Another sign that she is too attached is that she often feels superior to those who do not meditate. The child of such an attachment is called spiritual narcissism. That, my friends, is an attachment, and we know this because if you feel any pain when you don't foster the attachment, that means you are addicted to it, and that is a very strong attachment. Are some attachments worse than others? I suppose, but they are all pretty bad because they cause withdrawal when they are not fostered. Cho can help break these attachments. The next demon is also very connected to the last demon we just discussed, and that is the demon of arrogance. There is just a small twist to this one. Although it incorporates many of the elements of the prior demon, it goes a bit deeper. Not only does this demon tend to be present with inflated egos and spiritual narcissistic tendencies, it also makes you believe that you are an autonomous self. Let me explain. Unlike Hinduism, in which there is a self, in Buddhism the self is non-existent, and therefore even an inkling of autonomy or individuality is a delusion, or an illusion rather. This feeling of identity is considered to be of the highest form of arrogance. When one pacifies this demon, you can then realize your true, pure state, which is grounded in the emptiness of all that is. You start to realize that everything we experience is diaphanous and has no intrinsic meaning. I know this demon is a hard one because it is almost impossible for us to look in the mirror and think that there is really not much to us or when we speak to others, we look at them as if they are a person with a name. It is so hard because our senses tend to take things that are being experienced as being the end-all, be-all of the sensation. If I smell perfume, my nose is detecting this 
but in the overall scheme of things that was an illusion since the whole scent and sense are experiencing aspects of a universe that doesn't exist in the proper sense of the word even this explanation i'm giving you is an experience and doesn't really describe something that can't be described and even those words are illusions essentially the use of labels of any kind will trap you in this demon to say there is no self would acknowledge that there is a self to compare it against you see what i mean you can't know dark without light yet both aren't truly real you see the rabbit hole you jump down into when you discuss these concepts oh and that rabbit hole isn't real either but even saying that isn't true it's quite maddening at least to the logical mind now that we have that out of the way let us go a bit deeper into the subconscious mind and some of its tendencies since it is in this part of the mind where attachments form 